Welcome to the Drift Zone. In Kosi Nari, Nari Amangube, son of the soil, citizen of the world, a traveller, advocate for unification, mankind and humanity, restorative justice facilitator and trainer, artist, therapist, visionary, driven by the calling of many seeking change and adversity, and my good friend of 23 years. In part one of G7, a three-part series on the Drift Zone, Nkasi Nadi speaks on the great work G7 Nation do within their local communities and also how the movement is setting up local groups in South Africa. Throughout this three-part series, he speaks on the content of the awesome weekly webinars G7 Nation facilitate. In this episode, Nkasi Nadi lets us know of the webinars focusing on femicide and domestic violence plus food and culture in the black communities. Welcome to the Drift Zone. G7 is a, a, a small company. I always call it a small company. Uh, myself and my two buddies, uh, Tariq and Andrew. So um, I know these two brothers from my job. You know, we used to work together. One of them I still work with, uh, Tariq. Uh, we work at a juvenile juvenile facility. We work with uh, at-risk youth. And uh, during the process of working in the government, we thought of coming up with something that is going to be more um, invigorating and, uh, and, and, and connecting within the community because the company is really more so based on um, enlightening and connecting services to the youth and their uh, families, but not only that, it's a more, uh, it's a philanthropic, you know, uh, 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 approach uh, Mm. of the work that we're doing. And having said that, of course, I started as an apparel, you know, wanting to do t-shirts, you know, uh, baseball caps and sweaters. But along the way, we, we knew that we have more than just doing apparel mm. and wanted to do workshops, community services, and engaging with the youth that we always work with in the facility, outside in their community, where they come from, and um, having to talk with them from a different environment and uh, uh, enlightening them about possibilities that they have. And um, that's how the whole journey started and um, leading to where we are now with Voices Without Boundaries, which is the program that we do on Sundays, mm-hmm. uh, every day, on, every, I mean, every week on Sundays. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut in there. I love, I love the journey of how G7 started in one direction, um, like right. apparel, but throughout that it's, it's come around and you've started implementing all these other aspects into it and now I want you to talk about like the webinars and I also wanted to know can people join into it and and how can people become I guess right. involved with the with the G7 movement and the G7 right. how can we become citizens of the G7 nation right so uh G7 yes it's, it's open to 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 everyone um but it's uh, I would like to say it's inten- intentionally done that it's a, it's a small community 
of like-minded individuals and uh, it's about quali qu quality over quantity, you know, and I'm saying this to say, you know, it's, it's easy for, for, for where, we, where, where we are now as a society to say, oh, we want to have like 2,000, no, 100,000 likes and all of that. But how do you then justify the quality of the content that comes in with, you know? So, uh, but to answer your question, Yes, we we very very much uh, welcoming you know as, as many citizens from outside, and we have uh, we we have uh, uh, um, ample of room ample of room to accommodate you know yeah. uh, uh, individuals who are driven by passion, mm -hmm. individuals who are driven by change, and uh, our goal is to uh, to reach as many masses as we can. And right now we we have. Uh, uh, loyal audiences from as far as India, Ghana, South Africa, uh, UK, and mostly in the United States. And we had a few from the uh, Caribbean. Um, so, and and the, the 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 guests that come through, you know, we we have a, a very unique way of uh, scouting individuals who who bring about, you know, uh, expertise from what they, 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 they do every day. You know, we have, uh, we've had like, you know, uh, talk shifts, we've had health, uh, healthcare specialists, we've had, um, women who have been domestic violated, we've had, um, poets from South Africa, we've mm -hmm. had radical dub poets and, um, uh, we've had like, I mean, the list goes on, you've spoken about, you know, Black Lives Matter, the brutality of, black, you know, police brutality in America mm -hmm. and um, this coming uh, Sunday we have a, a young lady uh, um, Izira uh, poet she's uh, she's an activist you know and um, and coming like you know the 16th we are actually hosting our first live jam session of uh, music on G7 oh you know? see right. I'm so proud so of you yeah Amazing, amazing work. Oh, my God. Right, yeah. right. First of all, on Saturday, June 21st, you had Sade Wilmore for Femicide and Domestic Violence. Right. If, if you want to talk a bit on that. Yes, yeah, so uh, that session was... Um, was it's a was while ago. Yeah, was, yeah, but it was inspired by the, the, the killings of women in South Africa. There was a, a, a young lady that was found hanging uh, on a tree in South Africa, and she was pregnant. I think she was nine months pregnant, if I'm not mistaken. And, um, and that was not the first time that it happened. So there had been a lot of killings of women in, in South Africa. And, um, and uh, what better way to address that situation by... Uh, rather than bringing a, a platform of uh, young women and older women who can speak more on what is going on, what is that we as men need to listen to change the narrative and, and, and also to drive a message to, to the women to listen to themselves as far as if you know that a situation is detrimental, how do you make a move? But what was interesting about that, Gavin, is that, you know, each country is different. Other countries, they have resources. And other countries, you know, it's a cultural thing where, oh, well, the man is right. You know, I'm the one who was on the wrong. 
And in other cultures, men literally are just pretty much just brutal. You know, they just want that dominance. And then in in the West, you know, they've got resources, you know, counseling and therapy and all of that. And women can be made to choose whether you leave or you stay or you make up, whatever the case may be. So that was actually the the um, the the the, um, the emphasis on on that on that on that on that program. And uh, it was it was a really hard one, you know, mm. because you know dealing with something that is very, um, um, I mean, it, it can lead to death. Because the young lady that we brought, she was nearly killed to death by her, her husband, yeah. and she divorced the, the gentleman because she couldn't, she couldn't like, you no know, bear it anymore because she kept feeling that it was her who was, you know, doing the wrong in the marriage. But oh. she's doing, she's successful now, and, you know, and she's speaking more about it to other women as well. Awesome. Really, really important topics. And I think it's important for everyone around the world in this day and age through technology to be able to educate ourselves about other communities and ways that we can all support and educate each other. The, the next, the next um, webinar was food, one of my favourite subjects, food and culture in the black communities. That was Sunday, July the 5th. Walk us through that one. So that one was that one was uh, uh, one of my favorites as well because uh, I'm not that much of a food junkie, but I'm very particular about what I eat. You know, I'm I'm a Presbyterian, and um, since the last time you saw me, so and uh, but the, the 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 main emphasis on that one uh, was on how the food is distributed, you know, amongst you know mm-hmm. citizens. You know, and then you look at in America where I am, you know, you have got the the the, um, the bottom of the bottom, you know, where the food is distributed by zip codes. Oh. So if you are in a certain zip code, you get the first grade. Mm-hmm. Then if you had a particular zip zip code, you get like the bottom of the barrel, you know. And then uh, you have um, uh, food connection where at certain areas. They know where the food comes from, where it was grown, what kind of material was used to grow those tomatoes and, and the likes. So by the time it gets to the shop, you know they they can they can follow the the the, the, uh, the pattern. Whereas in other areas, you just like buy whatever. It's all like you no know, uh, artificial, you know, uh, and and all these uh, um, um, what do you call it? You know, bio. You know, it's not even bio. It's all this. Uh, uh, chemical, you know, like grown, you yeah. know, I know, uh, plants, you know, right. So, and then, but then with the, the, the contrast to that one was with what's happening in South Africa where you have, you know, people are used to eating like, you know, cultural foods, mm-hmm. but we have cases of cancer, diabetes, blood, you know, because we have got now the food chains that are like fast, fast food chains like McDonald's, KFC, they're now everywhere. So that was definitely the, the, the interesting part about that as far as also that that was leading to where some of the areas that people live in, especially in the black communities, you don't find big chain stores. Mm. You only find one store and then that's all there is. In Kozi Nati, Amangube, speaking on G7 Nations weekly webinars. For more information on G7, to become involved and participate in their weekly webinars and, of course, to support the awesome work the company does worldwide, please go to www.tunnelroadproductions.com. 
Thank you so much for tuning into the Drift Zone and sharing these inspirational stories.